Good evening, and welcome to my humble abode. But Alucard, I hear you say, this is not Marine. Yes, my precious ones, I had to leave Marine and take once more to the road. You may wonder what caused such a thing, but this story, it is too hard for me to tell. If you feel so inclined, you may find all of the tragedy and the woe that befell me by pledging five dollars or more over at patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers. There you may learn of my plight and the wicked misdeeds of that Tim E. Clockman. Perhaps Alucard has grown soft as he has grown older. Perhaps it is time he sharpened his teeth. For now, please enjoy this, the fifth installment of the Dark Eek series. I must retire for now. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. So the evening has fallen and the four of you, well, five including the dragon egg that Eek is carrying around, are sent, are all surrounding a what looked to be a small wet pile of leaves. This is the uh, the one that's about to hatch, right? Yes. Is is this the egg? Shh. It should be here. Give me your hand. Uh, Eek reaches out their hand. Juden um, will very gently grip around uh, their wrist and just gently place Eek's hand sort of on top of the leaves and then pushing the fingers deeper into the wet leaves uh, until it comes up to something hard and lumpy, but there's a pulsing, almost like something's pushing up against it. Oh, it, I, I think I feel the egg in there. Any minute now, it should hatch. I think this one will be named Visgrotha. That's a odd name. It was what Vorlax wanted. I try to do as she asks, as long as what she asks is best for her. Besides, her mates can be very dangerous. I don't much care for them. Huh, okay. Emberlin, have you ever... Yeah been to the birthing of a dragon in your many long years. It's never polite to discuss a woman's age. But yes, I have. But most of them have been black dragons. Well, you're in for a treat. This does seem less corrosive of a a process. 
I will say, you make it sound like it's rude to discuss your age, but you are the one who said, like, not even an hour ago that you it's been centuries and you weren't afraid of the silver dragon then and you're not afraid of him now and so really if you were looking to cover your age it's you're doing a bad job of it to begin with i can bring it up it's rude for you all to i suppose it comes from more of a point of admiration and envy on my part well that i'll accept I was thinking more in the range of, I I wonder what fashion was like back then. Was it weird? I feel like old fashion would be weird. I dressed the same then as I do now. So it was weird. Okay. (laughs) Excuse me, do you want to try that again? Shh, quiet. It's happening. So as as Juden stops the inevitable bickering that was about to start again, um, Eek, you see a little flick under the wet leaves um, and a little cracking sound and a little <laughs> noise as a little green, well, dark green, so much it looks black, Snoot sort of pops out of the leaves and the shell. Uh, you can see two little wiggling talons try and, like, crick and crack the shell around the, the snoot, trying to sort of, like, break it away and struggle through it. It makes little uh, grunting squeaks of, of exertion as it tries to make its way out. Do, do we help? No. Do not help. It has okay. a release point. Just wait. It's coming. Is it okay if I add something to this? Oh, always. Uh, as it pushes up a little bit further, you see a, a, a sort of like membrane from inside the egg that's so on it that's peeling off. Uh, and as it pushes up the rest of the way, its small wings sort of flap open, and this membrane splatters around at this moment uh juden kind of holds up his hands and sort of like telling everyone to back up really quick um and as this is gonna just like scoot back real fast as this membrane splatters all over the the dead leaves um tons of small viney plants just instantly begin growing all around with uh beautiful and strange looking flowers and just like a two foot radius around where the egg is hatching as the dragon pulls itself up out. Oh, green dragon births are far more pleasant. They are a part of the forest, as much as the forest is a part of them. This is lovely, and involves significantly less acid than I'm used to. The breath weapon of the emerald dragons themselves is more of an adapted defense and less of something that they embody i see that's fascinating the little dragon sort of like looks around at everybody with like big wide doe eyes fiskotha iw juden sort of tosses uh a couple small berries in that direction uh, the dragon catches them as if you were throwing treats to a dog. Perfect. Eek. 
Nick. Yes. Not many people know this. In fact, you three may be fortunate to learn this today. But green dragons often have many names they go by. They are secretive and fluid that way, able to shift from personality to personality and conversation to conversation. So perhaps, if you're feeling up to it, you could propose a second name. Oh, okay. Um, um, um. You don't have to think of anything right now. Can I, can I, um, can I make a suggestion? Can the, this baby, as it has just hatched, burp up a little puff of acid? Well, it would be uh, chlorine gas, but uh, yes. Sure, chlorine gas. Yeah. All right, so can you describe that happening? So after he noms on the berries, again, he has grabbed them out of the air like a corgi. Uh, he lets out a little... <laughs> which will then have a puff of chlorine gas come out of his mouth. Oh, um, burp. What? At the I'm I'll, I'll give it the second name of Burp. Juden and Emberlin both have the same perplexed look. <laughs> Non-traditional, but uh, I I see what you're going for there. I I like it. I like the name Burp. Hello, Burp. Burp, it is. Uh, Juden walks over and sort of scoops the 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 dragon wormling up in his arms. Burp. Hmm. Viscotha burp. How do you feel? <coughs> Quality. You all may wish to clear out soon. The father will be around shortly to inspect. He is overeager to test his breath weapon. Will I have to meet the father of my dragon? You will not. Oh, okay. To be honest, if we had much knowledge of the father, you would not be the one being tasked to take this on. Oh. I, I see. It is, a lot, it is a lot to ask of you, and we would not do so if there were other options, if only not to over-encumber you. Uh, okay. I think I can do it, though. I, I, I don't see... I think this should be okay. To be quite frank with you, Eek, part of the reason why you've been tasked with taking care of this baby blue dragon is we can't seek out information about the father without risking revealing that this blue dragon has no known parentage to other blue dragons, which in of itself could be a, let's call it a measured risk. It's a lot safer for someone who is not already a dragon priest to take on the parentage of this blue dragon to make sure that it's not in any sort of danger from other blue dragons. And not to sound unkind, but given how your former cohorts have dealt with the parent, I don't know how safe I feel revealing that there is a surviving child. I... I... That makes me sad to hear, but I, it makes sense. I'm sorry. I don't mean to upset you. I, it's okay. It, it's nothing you did. 
the death of anything draconic is a sorrow upon this world. The dragons are the essence of magic. Emberlyn is going to gently like place her head on place her head, place her hand on Eek's head like a gentle head pat before okay. before sort of gesturing with her staff and reopening the rift to the space between spaces. Okay. Just before we go, uh, Juden, does that mean that you only serve the one dragon then? I only serve one dragon, but I do have to interact with her mates frequently. I, I think you've, you've illuminated something that I've wondered about for a long time, because... Lots of green dragon priests refer to multiple different masters, and I'm now understanding that it's it's not different dragons, it's different aspects of that dragon. In many cases, Vorilax does when she is feeling up to it. Make her way into societies to play roles whether it's a mayor of a town or some other official it can sometimes get confusing but we keep it together that is why I have a book fair Juden, thank you for all of your help. I think that Eek, if I'm not mistaken, feels much more confident. We just need some hot sand. Mm-hmm. Hot sand and keep it dry. Okay. And, dry hot sand. Um, I will say that combination could potentially lead to a lot of static electric discharges, so don't wear wool. Uh, okay. Uh, and in addition to that, you may want to uh, invest in some rubber gloves, oh, which, funny. considering this is a fantasy setting, are very difficult to come by. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I considering guess- that rubber gloves probably don't exist, we might be able to find some for an artificer or something. Yeah. That could prob- <laughs> that's probably we could probably make it work. I feel like they'd use like thick rubber or thick le- leather gloves or something. Yeah, thick leather would work. Eek, I'm going to show you how to make insulated grounding boots. They're a must for the blue dragon priest on the go. Oh, that that makes sense also. Juden, thank you for an illuminating experience. I'm going to take these notes with me and use them to further my own understanding of all dragon kind. I have some old penguin bones I need to get rid of if any of you want to stay later for a bonfire. Uh, I was going to roast some marshmallows. No? Fine. I I, want to go get the hot sand. Go get your hot sand. do, Do you want to go do that now? It's getting quite late. Well, why? I I don't think we should wait. Well, all right. That's that's easy enough for us. A dutiful keeper. That's a good sign. 
Emberlyn is going to gesture with her hand, which will then change the rift from looking into the space between spaces as to looking out on the hot desert sand of Oceanvar. So it seems to me that, I mean, this is just a guess, there's probably like a whole host of servants that work for the, the priestesses that aren't priests or priestesses. Repeat that question. Like I'd imagine in the um, it, so in there's the like space dragons. Spaces, there's the priests, and then there's the servants for the priests. Yeah, because I'd imagine like they're the ones who are making food and cleaning up rooms and shoveling dragon poop and all that kind of stuff. Oh, Juden definitely sho- shovels all the dragon poop. I mean, that yes, stuff there is are the best servants. fertilizer. There are servants. Um. But for the vast majority of things, the priests do a lot of the work. Well, what I was just thinking is in terms of getting the the sand, I would imagine imagine we'd grab a couple servants and with a few wheelbarrows. I mean, you could also magic it, magic the sand. That's true too. I, I just kind of yeah. I guess <laughs> but yeah. You don't want to no, work, no. I guess Eek. you got to go there. With your own barrels and shovels and dig your own holes. No shovels. You have to use your bare hands. <laughs> like a true dragon, use your teeth and horns. You're the only one here that has horns. I forget that. So as they step forward uh, into the ocean of our desert... Uh, Emberlin sort of looks at Gaswin and is like, so I'm certain you have something that will make this less of a chore. Uh, for me, yes. For you, not so much. What do you mean? Turns into a chinchilla. Uh, Gaswin, Gaswin kind of like picks his quarterstaff up, lifts it into the air, rattles it a few times. And then turns into a mole. And how is this supposed to help? Uh, Gaswin runs a quick circle in front of the group and then starts just digging. And sand is just like flowing like water behind him. And that's lovely, but how is that supposed to help us transport it? Gaswin shifts back to his gnomish form and goes... Well, I don't know. I Again, I've never had to do this sort of thing. Do you not have a bag or a jar or something useful? I have a bag and a jar, but my bag <laughs> Standard is, issue. <laughs> is full of all my things, and the jar is not going to be enough to carry a whole bunch of sand. So... I was assuming that you, Mistress Lots of Magic, uh, would have something that she could do that we could use to transport the sand. I'm more than capable of moving the sand. Eek, do you have anything? Um. Well, um. I, I, I have a, a servant that could help. That would be very interesting. But I can't imagine. I, I think um, it, it wouldn't be enough. 
we're going to have to move a lot of sand. What is the help? Oh, um, it's my, um, uh, unseen servant. Hmm. Yes, I don't know if that will be enough. Well, call him. What we'll do is I will open a portal to the space between spaces and he'll be able to get it that way. What if you open the portal horizontally, slightly below the sand, and above wherever we need to put it in the space between spaces? Well, that's incredibly clever, Eek. That's not really how the spell works. Then how about, like, halfway in the sand? I will do what I can, but I don't think you fully understand how this spell happens. Don't uh, one moment. Don't you have one of those zany wizard spells that's like Madrigal's d- jar of holding things? How are you a gnome with magical ability and so magically illiterate? Uh, most of my magic comes from the power that Nithris bestowed upon me. A little bit of shape shifting, but most importantly, and uh. Gaswin turns and uh, summons lightning from the sky that strikes the ground and just creates a small area of glass. I can control the lightning! Well, that's lovely, but where do you think my power comes from? Because I assure you it comes from Cheyenne. Well, I don't know. I've seen black dragon priests do all kinds of strange things. There's that, there's that one you do where you make the spot that doesn't look like anything's there, but then there's an entire building or whatever. That actually could be helpful. No kidding. No, something else. Eek, I can get the sand to your room, and I will do so quickly, but... I will need you and Gaswin to leave me alone to do it. Um, okay, in the meantime, I should find, like, a big, um, a big tub or something for the sand. Yes, Gaswin can show you around in the space. There's plenty of tubs back in the space between spaces. Not a problem. Okay, let's go. Absolutely. Emberlin's just a little bit performance shy. Take care of him. Oh, you don't have to look after me, Eek. I can look after myself. (sighs) So, Gaswin and Eek are going to go through the portal back into the space between spaces and look for a tub. It was a little while before uh, they find mountains of sand on the inside of the portal. They find the tub, bring it back, and... Emberlin is just sort of sitting there casually. Took you a while. Well, most of the tubs that I know of where are are apparently only for bathing, and you're not allowed to remove them from the bathing area or else. So I had to go and find one that was a little more utilitarian. Eek, are you confident that it is suitable? I think it'll do just fine. Wonderful. Let's get this set up for you. I want I want this to be comfortable for everyone. Okay. Yes. This where, will be perfect. 
Where are we going to find ten plus hours of sunshine in here? Mm. Is that necessary? That's what Juden said. Mm. That means that we will probably have to take this out of the space between spaces. I would take him with me to where Cheyenne is, but the swamp is not the sunniest place. Gaswin, what about where you are? Well, I suppose it, we wouldn't need to take it anywhere close to Nathrese's lair herself, so that wouldn't be an issue. It's incredibly rare that she stops by for just impromptu visits, so I don't think that would be a problem. We are excited to be guests in your home, Gaswin. Well, uh... I I will I will need a few minutes just to to put things together. It's uh it's not exactly I'm certain it'll be fine. Oh, uh yes, but uh, just a couple of minutes at least just to straighten things up. <laughs> she kind of like looks over, looks back around. We'll be there in half an hour. That should be plenty of time. As Gaswin leaves through his own portal, Emberlin sort of settles down with the egg and, and Eek and sort of like fondly pats her hand on the egg. How are you feeling? Um, I, I think everything's going to be okay. It, it's a lot, though. It is, but Eek, I am grateful to you. Something so small and so fragile can't really survive in this world on its own. I think that's true. It's lucky to have you. I, I, I hope you're right. All you have to ensure is that this dragon never has to know what it is like to feel powerless. Oh, okay. I, I'll do my best. I'm certain you'll do well, Eek. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, do you still have that crystal that you were given? Did I reveal that to her? I'm trying to remember. You did not. Uh, the crystal? Yes, that orb. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, come with me. She stands up and begins walking down the hallway. Okay. I, he follows. As, as you follow her, which, by the way, I like to imagine that the basin filled with sand has, like, little wheels and a handle, so it's like a, it's like a radio flyer wagon behind yes. you everywhere you go. Yes. Uh, she takes you to a room, a circular room of black onyx, with everything just glittering and, gl and black and gleaming. And in the center of the room is a pedestal with a crystal very similar to your own standing at the center. Very, or does it look exactly like mine? Very much so. Like There's a little bit of variation here and there, so you're certain that she didn't, like, take it. Okay, yeah. Um, it, it, it looks different enough, but it looks similar enough that it is clearly the same thing. So, I just... This make you think I have one. Crystals like this are always connected, and she waves her hand over it. 
and revealed in the image in the in the crystal is the image of your pocket fabric. Oh. Um isn't that rather invasive? It is, and I apologize that I used it this way, but before you came to us, it was the only way that I could make sure that those people you were traveling with wouldn't betray you. So you've been watching over me? I have. I didn't want any harm to come to you. You're very special, Eat, and you have a gift. Uh, okay. I assure you, I respected your privacy as best I could, but I didn't trust those people. And I think that what I had overheard them say to you or amongst each other was concerning. I, I truly do apologize if you think I overstepped, but with the level of concern I had, I couldn't just look away. I wanted to ensure your safety. Oh, okay. I, I guess that. I guess it's nice to hear that. I'm sorry I couldn't do it before you lost your vision. Though it does appear you've adapted quite well with Squeak. I, yes. Um, it's. It, it seems to work well. You're very clever. Thank you. And I'm sorry you weren't appreciated by the people that you trusted. I think... I I hope this is the right place for me now, though. Well, as long as you will have us, we will protect you. Thank you. Bald.